Ladies and gentlemen, Happy New Year. I hope you all had a nice break. 2020 is a big year for gears. Well, not as big as last year, but certainly paramount for the player base. Because we're hoping that in the coming months, TC can repair and improve the game to the best of their ability. I think more of an emphasis on improvement at this rate. Hopefully a consistent release of good content that can send this game on an upward trajectory that it so desperately needs. Gears Tactics releases this spring. Alongside that, we can expect the Coalition to enhance the Gears 5 experience and augment it. At the time of making this video, we are at, what, four or five months since initial release? We'll be hitting six months by the time Operation 2 hits, maybe beyond that. So that's something to think about. It's weird, isn't it? As I've said before, the industry will see Gears 5 as a success because it objectively is. But us fans may see it as something far from that. I think all of the decisions that have been made, uh, it's just annoying. Anyway, this isn't a blind complaint video. First of all, thanks to Pete, the Razor Edge, for letting me use his footage. I've used quite a lot of his footage, so thank you, mate. He's a good guy. Just as a preface, I'm going to predominantly be talking about Gears of War online experiences and what it means to be a fan of this franchise. I've been a fan of Gears of War for a long time. I'm sure my personal Gears Genesis story is similar to yours. Mine involves the innocence of walking into the game store at 13 years of age, walking up to the cash desk and asking the manager for a difficult game. I have vivid memories of this, primarily because at the time I was heavily invested in Call of Duty 4, a game that was dominating alongside Halo and Gears at the time. COD 4 was just a bit too easy. It didn't require an advanced train of thoughts, especially when playing it for six or seven hours a day. I really fancied something with a challenge, a learning curve, something more engaging. Anyway, cut a long story short, in the winter of 2007, the manager suggested Gears of War. Um, and then I had to get my mother to buy it for me. The anguish and callous lack of forgiveness that Gears of War bestows on a young boy can truly shape a gamer. Coming from the autonomous breeze of COD to the hellish torment of Gears is quite, well, it's frustrating and harrowing. After beating the campaign, composed of ominously daunting sound assets that I still miss to this day, I ventured into the depths of hell. Versus. After my first game of the brutal nature of Gears multiplayer, I received about three messages, compounded into what felt like a disciplinary letter detailing how much I sucked and how my best course of action would be to snap my disc in half. This was before people would, you know, tell you to uninstall a game. The original Gears of War, for me anyway, wasn't where I particularly took a liking to the franchise. I enjoyed and respected the campaign for what it was and the universe for its dark, intriguing nature, but Following the abundant hate from anyone unfortunate enough to be on my team, I returned to Call of Duty with the boys. I forgot about Gears for the first half of 2008. My focus was primarily on COD 4 and its first and only DLC map pack. Infinity Ward produced three new maps and I'd never handed over Great British Pounds faster. Summer soon came and I stumbled across an interview with Cliff Brzezinski. 
Bigger, better, more badass. Remember that? A tad cringeworthy looking back, but it worked. It was an effective, straight-to-the-point slogan that captured people's interests. Winter came soon after, and so did Gears of War 2. This is where Gears got serious for me. I beat the campaign probably about five times, tried to get all the achievements. I was obsessed with it, not to mention the revolutionary horde mode. Gears of War had me. I was invested. I went back to Gears 1, played it through again for more of a comprehensive understanding of the story and the lore of Sarah. I was a fan, and following my new discovered love for the franchise, I decided it was time to get good, to face my fears and venture into the online. This endeavour was cut relatively short when I was made aware of one of the worst online launches and infrastructures I've ever experienced. What is it about Gears and poor launches? 2019 and we're here again. I couldn't get into a game, and when I did, someone lag-switched or glitched out of the map, ruined the game for everyone else. You remember how frustrating that time was for all of us? I joined the forums to vent, flak banned me. I joined again, flak banned me again, until I finally grew up a bit and could hold a reasonable debate with someone. I became a present member of the community, persevered through the struggles and updates with the necessary adversity required to endure Gears of War 2, and I eventually became okay at the game. Reaching the mountain of Gears of War's multiplayer, finally, finally getting around that steep learning curve has to be one of the most satisfying video game experiences there is. Hard work and dedication pay off and reward you with the chunks of your enemy's limbs flying into the abyss, an abundance of rewarding gore spraying everywhere as you finally manage to bounce off that wall, strafe that irritating Theron and decimate him into several chunks. Satisfaction. Now, I was stuck on rank 2 at the time. Gears 2 had a true skill ranking system. Uh, No levelling, just 5 ranks based on your wins and ability. And I bumped into an Irishman named John in Wingman who carried me through those ranks. I think the highest I got to is free, but he was really good at the game and sort of trained me up on Wingman. We'd go on maybe four or five nights a week to try and get me to rank three. And as soon as I got to rank three, I went back down to two again. It was it was heartbreaking. But yeah, it was it was it was alright. It was no leveling, just yeah, five ranks on your ability um, and wins. It wasn't perfect, but the simplicity of it, its ability to motivate you and to perform was magic. I truly miss the ranking system. One thing that Gears 2 had going for it, amongst all the carnage, was its maps and its map count. We've all heard the saying, quality over quantity. Well, Gears 2's map count was quality and quantity hand in hand. I don't think I've ever known a game like it to bring out brilliant maps that match the quality of its release content whilst also bringing back some classics of Gears 1. I think the game finished on around 30 maps in the end, at least a number close to that anyway. Let's be real here, Gears 2 had its problems, more than any Gears game to date, but it was fun for me anyway. Gears 3 eventually trotted its way onto the scene and we had our first beta, followed by a multiplayer experience that was actually stable. Sure, there were issues, but Gears has always had its problems. Gears of War is the politics of video games. It's never going to be perfect. There's always going to be a pressing issue and things are always going to seem like they're up in flames. That's just Gears of War. That's 
our community. It's what we are. I found Gears 3's multiplayer to be enjoyable and rewarding. The maps were good, not the best we've had, but they were good enough, and helped make for what I remember as an enjoyable experience. I was having a lot of fun. Judgment then came along, and I lost my interest for the most part. I was playing it, but nothing like I used to. Then Microsoft bought the franchise off Epic when we thought Gears was dusted, and Black Tusk Studios became the coalition. I started Gears Feed, I was brought on as a forum moderator, and before I knew it, I was in Vancouver visiting the coalition. That picture is actually from the second time I visited. Yeah, yeah, that that is a black eye. Some twat in a club about four times the size of me elbowed me and two others in the face as he was barging through the myriads of people. Just what you want when you're about to be introduced to Rod Ferguson. Along came Gears Ultimate Edition, soon followed by Gears 4. It was a golden age for Gears of War. We had many titles ahead of us. Things were good, yeah. But Gears 4 had its problems and there were a lot of lessons to be learnt from the microtransactions and the way to deliver content. The split weapon tuning was a problem and we faced a plethora of issues as a community over Gears 4's tenure. But that's just the way it's always been. You find me someone that says Gears 4 was garbage, I'll find you someone that claims Gears 3 was worse and vice versa. Whatever Gears title you mention... Some people will always say it's garbage. Some will say it's war- say some will say it was the best ever, but there's never been a consensus excluding probably Gears 1. Gears 4's lessons were learnt pretty quickly throughout its tenure. The way we had a solid earnable content system shining through at the back end, the feedback gained over that game's tenure was there to build a foundation for Gears 5 to become a great Gears of War PVP online experience and for most of us we were hoping this was the one finally the time for gears of war to take the next step we know we'll never be as big as call of duty but we just wanted to be on the map i'm not talking about gears 5's pve here horde escape campaign arguably gears 5's strongest points although to be fair even the campaign had its issues at the start so many bugs and problems my My game throws about three or four times and I lost my progress uh, when it first launched. That was annoying. But anyway, Gears 5 launched badly. I'm not going to repeat myself from past videos, but lack of content, confusing esports mode that was far too ambitious, a terrible economy, forcing people to play certain modes to earn content, making characters even more work to release than before with their abilities to balance now, operations releasing every three months when the game needed content yesterday to mention a few and why PR people can't take Gears 5 criticism without mentioning the games pass is beyond me. It was poor. It was just... After the foundation that Gears 4 placed, it was just surprising and disappointing to me. On the biggest stage, E3, millions watching... They showed escape. The majority of people that play Gears of War do not come back. Why are you showing escape? And guess what got the buzz from E3? Halo, a game that wasn't due for another 18 months. That's how poor Gears 5's E3 showing was. It was confounding, even that early on, that things were getting a bit worrying. Gears 5's initial E3 reveal video the year before got about 2 million views. Everyone was talking about it. And this year... No one was talking about Gears of War because they 
completely revealed the wrong things and maybe the campaign wasn't ready but that all points to the simple fact this game was released way too early and the coalition is still making up for that today and will continue to do so throughout 2020. So this brings us to present day. I'm not playing Gears at the moment, it's just not got the fun in it at the moment that the old titles had for me, nor the content. I'm hoping Gears 5 can bring me back down the line in 2020 because the game still has great potential and I truly believe the Coalition will form it into a brilliant game no matter how long that takes. I think they will eventually get there. It just needs a lot, a lot of support. Eight new versus maps when you're over six months in is unacceptable. The lack of characters at launch was unacceptable. Counting blood sprays and banners as a claim to an abundance of content was unacceptable. I think the game is around 30th in the live charts. At least it was a few weeks ago. It's such a shame. We all want Gears to succeed so badly. And unfortunately, so many bad decisions have led the community to this moment. And that's the reality of it. So yeah. A big year for Gears Ahead, it needs content, it needs a better, more intuitive user interface, maps, and most importantly, it needs players. If you're playing Gears 5 and you enjoy it and you disagree with everything I said, more power to you. We need more people like you in the game, we need more people playing, and if you're enjoying it, that's great, because a lot of people don't feel like that, but I'm sure a lot of people do. So if you're playing and you're enjoying it, more power to you. Free for All was a good start. Again, it should have launched with the game, but whatever, here we are. 2020 is all about the coalition building a great game and improving it the best they can. Otherwise, well, we look to 2022-23 or third time lucky. Epic got a lot of things right the third time round. The coalition hopefully will too. Just to close here, and I know you're going to hate me for it, I was always firmly against the idea of a Gears of War 2 or 3 remaster. But honestly... I think the best and most assured way of bringing myriads of people back to the franchise is by remastering those games. It will never happen. Epic want to, sorry, the Coalition want to do their own thing. Of course they do. They want to build their own identity. But after what I've seen with Gears 5, I honestly think the best way is to build, maybe make, maybe make a Gears 3 remaster, update your mechanics to sort of the modern day. <clears throat> maybe not the jump over cover and all that but whatever you want to do make it a, a solid game all those brilliant maps execution elimination game types guardian where the fun really was at that would be brilliant it won't happen but i think if you want to bring people back and give this franchise a boost bring us a gears 2 or 3 remaster it needs to be done anyway here's to 2020 hopefully a better year for gears 5 and hopefully i'll see you online at some point Take care and I hope you enjoy your new year.